I've missed you guys. You know, I've taken some time off last year. I'm so glad 2022 is just done between like the surgeries and all the things. I am happy to be back. We are going to be full force in 2023. A lot of exciting stuff happening. Um, so I'm glad you guys are holding on with me. Shout out Raydella, Better Days Angela, Vanessa, Geek Girl, Carol, Stevie, Happy New Year, Happy 2023. Um, you know, I am hoping that 2023 is a better year than than 2022. But I'm not putting anything out there. I'm just saying I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. And I'm glad that you guys are all part of this community. You guys don't forget to like and subscribe. On the bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the Melanated Way. It really does help me. I put a lot of stuff into the show and I have a lot for you coming up this year. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, well, we're talking about the tell-all. Part one, no limits, happily ever after. And I thought, you know what? Who better to talk to? Because, you know, they changed the format. And I don't know why I'm like super, I'm going to fix this real quick. Uh, I don't know why I'm super like grainy, but I'm going to fix it. But while I'm fixing it, I know that TLC heard you guys. They heard you guys. They're like, in 2020, when that tell-all dropped and it leaked and it was 10 hours, it was behind the scenes and we loved it. We wanted more of it. And we wanted to know like the raw stuff. They were like, yeah, we like it too. So instead of just, Hey, let's show us the raw footage. They kind of tried to recreate that with a lot of this behind the scenes stuff, but it, I don't know about you guys, but did it feel a little contrived? Like they had, you know, Andre and Jovi together. They had Shida and um, uh, what's her name? Why can't I think of her name? Yara together. And then they have Kim and Jenny together. And I was like, uh, like I get it, but I don't get it, but I get it. So what I decided to do is I reached out to a friend of mine and I was like, I know you've done a tell-all. Sea Cruise, thank you so very much. Thank you so very much for the super chat. I appreciate you so very, very much. Gio, what's up? So I reached out to a friend of mine and I was like, listen, I need to know what really goes on when you guys get flown into New York City. You have to be on the tell-all. And like, what does that look like? Because what we see is them coming in in their street clothes, getting dressed and the cameras, the lights, the green screen. So I want you guys to welcome fan favorite, Kelly. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Happy, happy new, year. new year. On our Linda, the Melanated Way. Hi. Yes. Thank on. you for joining us because, you know, I really did want to get some inside scoop because I feel like every tell-all, we kind of see the same thing. We kind of see everyone, like, coming through. They're, like, chauffeured in. And I wanted to know what your experience is because when we first met you, we met you, we saw you on screen, and then we saw you on the first tell-all. And I have to tell you, people are still talking about the way you look, the comments that you made. You were saying and doing all the things that we wanted to see and hear. <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, I'm kind of jealous how they did this tell-all because I would tell all 
they just get you. You got to be there early in the morning. It's, first of all, it's a long day, a super duper long day. It's the whole day practically. Okay. And they have you come in early and one by one, they just, once you pull up, they got the cameras there. They want to see you come in, get out the cab, go in, and then they just throw you in a room. This one, they do the behind scenes before they even set everything up. Everybody's yeah. sitting there. I wish I had that. I wouldn't mind sitting at the bar drinking and talking to a little <laughs> cast member to get the. I and 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 my tell all. I really wanted to get to know everyone in there because I, this was all new to me. I didn't know all these people, you know. Laura, I'm kind of jealous. Laura says Kelly's expressions at the tell-all were everything. Gia Look, says, happy new year, Yo, happy Kelly. new year, man. I feel you. Hey, hey Kelly. And look, Hi, Kelly. Oh, look, snap. Welcome. Hey, Kelly. All that oh, was hey, me. Officer Brown. Oh, Laura. Hey. Welcome, Kelly. But yeah, like Kelly. that's all me. It was no acting because, like I said, it was all new to me. So I'm, they just plot me there. Like I said, they keep you in the, in the room. You're not really talking to anybody else. I'm losing my mind because I don't know what was going on. Molly okay, was so, in another room and so, then she came into my room and then... Okay, so my, let's let's back up a little bit. So you guys are living wherever you guys are living and then the production says, hey, it's the tell-all. We're going to fly mm -hmm. you out. You fly out. Do they pick you up at the airport? Well, I was already in New York. Okay. So I had they picked me up from my place. Okay. With Molly, they flew her out. Um, yeah. Well, I think no, she did an Uber to a hotel, but they picked her up from the hotel. They let okay. you know what time they're going to pick you up. You got a driver and everything. Everything and, is fine. And do you guys all stay in the same hotel? They in the same area. In the same area. Okay. Yeah. Some might stay in the, some might stay in the same hotel, but you're designated in the same area because they want you there at a certain time. They don't want no problems. Everybody in at one time. And is it close to wherever the studio is? Yeah, it's not far. Okay, so then... Or, or if, like, I spoke to other cast members where it was, like, um, in Queens, but right over the bridge. So all you have to do is just drive over the bridge, and it's right there. Okay, and then you, they pick you up, they bring you to the studio, and when they pick you up, obviously there's cameras, because we see you guys getting mm -hmm. out, all of the stuff. You get to the studio. You guys are in your street clothes. Is that on yeah. purpose? What? Um, you don't want to come in dressed up. So it's early in the morning. You got to understand. You're coming in like 7 a.m. It's like they want you from 7 to 8. They want you in there. So when I walked in, I was all still waking up. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, what's going on? I walked in. At first, they didn't know who I was. They was like, oh, wait a minute. That's Kelly, you know, because I didn't walk in with Molly. Molly was coming from another direction. But. I like to be on time and make sure everything's going on. And I walked in. It was like, oh, no, you got to walk back out. And I'm like, huh? Walk back out? What, what, what do you mean? You know, I'm here. And then I walked back out and I walked back in. And it was like, okay, there we go. Got it. So they have <laughs> to they have to get all the behind the scenes. Yeah. So you get there. And then talk to me about, like, craft services. Is there food and coffee and all the stuff there? There's coffee. There's um typical production stuff but it's like little stuff crackers little sandwiches crackers. here but on the side but when you go say like when they take a break mm -hmm. they put you back into where they have that the little area where they they have they show when we all talk to each other mm -hmm. like it's like a i don't know green room whatever with the chairs mm -hmm. you sit down they'll give you your they'll ask you what you want to eat and then they give you like a little TV dinner type of thing. Ain't no big big deal type a of stuff. TV dinner type of thing. That's the only thing I could come. It's small. It's not no terrible. Big. It's it, yeah, it's not no five-star Michelin <laughs> type of no. 
I don't mind. Look, they could have gave me a freaking Burger King at that point or Mickey D's because I was starving. I was like, okay, oh, so you me. get there, it's around seven or eight, mm-hmm. and they have like coffee and maybe a few snacks. Yeah, and then- they take they, they make you go up, you know, back then when it was COVID, they made me take the COVID test. Then okay. you stand by the um, front entrance. They say you clear. Then they take you straight up into it's like the second level. They put you right in the room. That's it. You can't come out. They tell you not to come out. They take your cell phone, all types of stuff. So you're in there oh, like so you a can't have your cell phone. Mm-mm. They grab your cell phone the minute you walk in. They're like, and why is that? Why is that though? They don't want people recording. They don't want you taking pictures. Oh. They don't want you um, posting stuff. So that's why you never really see a pre somebody leak a, a picture of an outfit or they don't want none of that. Oh. Yeah, that's and then they want to approve your outfit, which is crazy. I was like, look, I'm wearing what I'm wearing, and that's it. And then I forgot. What did you decide to wear? I had my little suit and a shirt. They was like, oh, that's too colorful. You want to go to Target? I was like, Target? I ain't going to Target. <laughs> they asked you if you wanted to go to Target? Yeah. I was like, I ain't going to Target. What's wrong with you? They was like, no, we're going to get somebody to pick up some clothes. Pick up what? Leave me alone. No, I'm not doing that. That's <laughs> It's the truth. Right. Laura said Target. Exactly. I was like, Target? Who who's buying clothes at Target right now? That's what we was dealt with. Okay, so then you get dressed. Do you guys do your own hair and makeup? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have people there, but you you already coming in or already done up. They because they people don't really do anything. The only crew that I, I say that's legit is Shauna's crew. They be on point because I paid attention every minute. They was touching her up and. It was on top of her. She had like at least three hairstyles because I talked to every single one of them. I was just sitting there like, "Oh, how you? How long you been doing this? You enjoying what you do? You know, we crack some jokes here and there, try to make the environment a little more comfortable because I don't know these people." Yeah, and this is your first time on national TV, right? Man, yeah. I'm look every. I see a whole bunch of comments putting, "Oh, he wanted to be on TV." No, I'm people that really know me. I'm very private. Mm-hmm. I don't. Put my business out there. This is mm-hmm. something completely out of my character. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's. I'm still trying to get used to it. Try, mm-hmm. Just put it like that. And so you're you're in the green room, and from what we see, you guys have like a private green room, and then you have like a communal green room. Was that your experience? Yeah. So okay. what it is, they put you in a private one first. You got to finish getting dressed. After yeah. you finish getting dressed. They tell you to go go down to the one that we're all together. They don't even warn you. They like, all right, just people in there talking, and you just that's why you saw me walking. I'm like, hey, what's hi, what's going on? You know, at that time, everybody's trying to figure out what's the girl named Brittany. Where was she at? Because that's another thing. People don't really know what happened. It was we were sitting there for the longest for that girl, and they kept calling her and calling her and calling her and calling her, and she would not respond. My dear, listen, if you had a problem. Just say it and say you're not coming. You so Laura saying? says Brittany was mad that they couldn't do her hair. And I completely understand that. But we in Brooklyn. I mean, we in New York, not Brooklyn, but Manhattan. It's Harlem. You could get somebody to That's get their hair done. That's what I said. I said. It's New York City. If you can't get your hair done in New York City. You are effed up. And we're in Harlem. The let heart. Me tell you That's something. where you get the bundles at. That's where you get everything that at. Part. What are you talking about? That part. You, the bundles is there. I know where to get the bundles. Come on. Stop. Stop it. That part. So, like, my thing, my thing with that, like, I, I really wanted to meet Brittany, too, because I was a, a, a favorite, a fan favorite. I, I, I like her. Her whole, she was funny to me. But 
that was the only thing I didn't like. Like she could at least like because that kind of prolonged the whole show, pushed us back three hours waiting on her. Okay, so you're waiting on her, and mm-hmm. then what, do they do they shuttle you guys all together? Like, okay, we're ready to start filming, and then and that in that room, they make sure everybody one by one comes in once you're mm-hmm. dressed. Then they're like, all right, let's go up. You go up to the second floor, and they they seat you in, and that's how it all starts. Okay, and so. As a fan, kind of, of the show, could I call you mm-hmm. that as a fan of the show? Like, you, you, I know that we talked about it before when you and I did an interview, and you kind of knew about the show, but you didn't really watch it. Yeah, I don't really show, know too much of it. Right, but, but yeah. now that you're in it, because you're in it, in the midst of it. I pay attention it, now, yeah. You pay attention now? Okay, mm-hmm. so now they've changed it. So we're watching what is supposed to be a four-part tell-all. We did two hours today, which means it's going to be eight hours, including commercials, which mm-hmm. is different than the, what they've done in the past. They usually do two-part tell-alls. I think that that four-part is kind of long, but if they're going to... they, I hope they got good stuff to keep us interested in it, you know? Because some of the stuff, it, it drags on, but I'm real, like I said, I'm really jealous. I really wish they could have showed the behind-the-scenes and we could hang hang out and go to the bar and chill or just before the whole show started, you know, I, but I like this approach. I, I really do. I, and so I want to ask you guys who are watching you guys in the live chat, if you're watching the replay, let me know. So my first question to you is what did you think of the format? Because I know that they were trying to replicate the 10 hour tell all that leaked and mm-hmm. that 10 hour tell all Kelly was explosive and it was like i watched all 10 hours because really you were seeing stuff that they were editing out you were seeing people being real you were seeing people that see what you're saying right there i think they need to start really showing the realness that part they 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 keep trying to set up a image and a dialogue with is not natural you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Which is why, and again, you guys, my question to you guys in the live chat is that I get that they were like showing the behind the scenes and before they get to the tell-all, but it still seemed a little too contrived to me because you had yeah. these cast members that were trying to have like open, honest conversations, but they knew that they were being filmed. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they did it over between you and I. Like they'll do a scene and they'll be like, "All right, Kai, yeah, let's 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 do this over. I want you to say this, and can you read read like say it this way? Or they kind of coach you to say it a different way. You know what they want. Yeah. So I'm gonna just jump in a little bit. So what they first of all, you guys, Angela, in my opinion, is not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. And I feel that now because they spent so much time on Angela, this tell-all. So the tell-all opens, you guys, with Angela. It's 72 hours before the tell-all. We're in Hazelhurst, uh, Georgia. And Kelly, you you recently moved to Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Have you been to Hazelhurst? No, that's actually three hours away from where I'm at in Malia. That's pretty far. And they said it's like super country. So, that part, uh, that yeah. part, that part. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to address a couple of things in the <coughs> live chat. Sea uh, Cruise, can someone send me the tell, 10 hour tell all? I wished I'd seen it. Sea Cruise, hit me up in my DMs. I do have it somewhere, somewhere, but you know, we're not supposed to have it, but I, I'm sh- I have it somewhere. So hit me up and uh, I will figure that out 
for you. Uh, Joslo, same thing. If you're a part of my Patreon, um, hit me up. If you're not a part of my Patreon, do not hit me up. But if you're part of my Patreon, I will find the 10-hour uh, tell-all. Hopefully, the link still works, and I'll send it to you. Okay, so Angela, what are your take? What's your take on Angela? Have you ever met her? No, okay. I was I was supposed to meet her, but no. What's I don't know. I, look, all I know, she's Prime TV. People don't like her. People like I. I you'll never know what you're going to get out of this lady. That's all I got to say. I think she's terrible. I think she's terrible. I think she uh, is abusive verbally. Very, extremely. We saw her physically be abusive to, to Michael this season, but people think she makes good TV. That's another, what is she doing with Michael? Like, is she swinging from the chandeliers, doing backflips on him? Because I want to know, what do she have on this guy? That he's just like, I love you, Angela. I already know. So, and I was going to ask you guys because I can't remember. And Kelly, maybe you'll 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 know because you used to be in law enforcement. But mm -hmm. what is it called when you know someone abducts you or steals you, and then you sympathize with your abductor? What is that called again? Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Something, oh. Is it like something syndrome? Live cat, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Where yes, the yes, yes. person is like has been abducted by someone, and then they've been abducted so long that they start yeah. to sympathize and and like are so attached to that person. I've and been fighting all day to think of what it's called. I know. Yes, exactly thank you. Stockholm syndrome, Stevie. Yes. Thank you. I'm convinced. I'm convinced, Kelly. That mm -hmm. that is what Michael is doing, and he's, he has Stockholm syndrome with Angela because he's been with her for so long. And also he his second part is that he really wants to come to America so badly by any means necessary. That's another thing. Why is it taking him so long to get to America? Everybody else is, is already there and what, what, what's going on? And I, everybody, listen, I, I when we do pillow talk and behind the scenes, I ask you know, the crew because they all go to different places to do the film. And I really inquire on this topic. I'm like, is this real? Like, is it legit? Because I can't understand how this lady is able to talk to this guy like this. And, do it. and the crew is like, no, it's it's legit from day one. She'll be, she takes like 85 million breaks, cigarette breaks to curse them out. It's, it's legit. Like, they're not acting. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, Rodella saying that there might be a little bit of an echo on your part. I don't, I don't hear it, but just FYI. Okay. Oh yeah, I hear it. Uh, Lisa says I fear Angela might be beloved by red hat wearing folks off a certain ILK. That plus the crowds I hang with hating her, it all equals to social media attraction. I don't even know any what any of that means, but I will say this that. Angela is terrible. I feel like she's terrible. I feel like she's a terror. And I'm going to talk about it shortly when I, we talk about the tell-all. But Kelly, this is how she came in. She came in like a raging bull who had like uh, rabies. So, you know, when you have rabies, mm -hmm. you're like wild, like a wild animal that needs to be put down. She came in in house slippers and... When I tell you guys, okay, I have to, I have to find it because I, I cannot with her. I cannot with her. Oh, tell me I did not 
not do it. Hold hold the line, Kelly. Hold the line. From what I saw, she was just going around. She was going, going around the stage, freaking out on every single person. And she was like screaming and yelling and cussing and all the things. It was so disgusting. Every, uh, for me, I was like, who is this woman? And why every time she does a tell-all, she thinks she's on Maury Povich? I mean, she originally was there before, so what you expect? I mean, I think that she thinks that she's the star of the show, and that's the problem. Because everyone's the star of the show, right? Exactly. So one of the things that was very, and I have to, I found it, and I didn't upload it. I'm going to upload it right now because I, I really want to talk about it. I want to show you all the nonsense. So just give me one second. It's about to upload right now. Um, in the meantime. Oh, I'm in my mom's room. Glitter wall. This is crazy. I think Trump fans might like Angela. I don't hang with those folks, but between positive and negative attention equals she stays on the show because she creates social media hits. That part, that part. And that's unfortunate because we're rewarding bad behavior, Lisa. We're rewarding people who are verbally abusive and we're all sick of it. And that's what you're seeing online. Okay, so I'm gonna put this up real quick. Okay, so you know how we were talking about bundles, Kelly? Oh God. Okay, you guys, I can't get past this. Like, I honestly can't get past this. They didn't even try to blend it. Like, Look at this nonsense. Yeah, what? Why, why am I seeing this right now? First of all, and you guys know how I feel. First of all, okay, I'm done with the synthetic bundles. Go ahead and add a couple hundred dollars and get you some real extensions. Second of all, if y'all are doing, like you said, Kelly, if they're doing your, your makeup, why are they not showing her that her hair is effed up why kelly why and it looked like that's what she was like she leaned her head back and didn't even oh man that's bad it's really bad that's it's bad just, the colors <laughs> don't blend the friggin synthetic hair is doing its own little curly nonsense then her hair that is fried is looking like a rat you remember in the 80s, when I was growing up in the 80s, they had the uh, rabbit tail that was like a yeah, like yeah. a good luck charm. Kelly, tell me, and I know you probably don't want to say anything, but tell me that that does in the middle right there. Does it do, look I like see, I, I see a it. rabbit tail? Tell me that this does not look like a rabbit tail. It's bad. It's terrible. Oh, and man. she came in, you guys, and we're going to talk about it shortly, but she came in thinking she was the shit she didn't she didn't go into the she came into her personal green room kelly mm -hmm. but she didn't come into the group gr green room she waited till sean arrived on the stage and then she came on stage and she was a terror she walked around the stage cussing everyone out and then bounce which we'll, we'll talk about but she really does think she's the superstar and i'm well, like why they allow that well that's what we're trying to find out <laughs> Philip said they aren't miracle workers. Even Jesus will struggle to help all that mess. <laughs> oh 
I still want to know what she do. <laughs> Kelly. Kimmy R says, Kelly. Yo. So, yeah. So, I'm going to jump into talking about uh, the tell-all. Kelly, if you want to kick it with us, we would love to have you stay. If not, I totally understand. Um, whatever whatever y'all want to do. Yeah, let's have you hang out. I'm going to do a little bit of a recap, and you can jump in and tell us how you feel. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Gio that's going to jump in shortly. So, Tell All You Guys starts off with Angela uh, 72 hours before the tell-all is about to start in Hazelhurst, Atlanta. She's at home. She's talking to her grandkids, which I thought was weird because, Kelly, she was talking to her grandkids via FaceTime, but her kid, the grandkids live with her in that house. So I was like, where are the grandkids? And like, why are we doing this? But that's what happened. She's in her closet. And you guys, I don't know about you guys. And I might just be, I don't know. I was raised by Africans. And it's all about a clean house and a clean environment. And her friggin' closet was a trash can. It was a trash can. She had like hangers everywhere, shit everywhere. It was like so disgusting. Like it was the epitome, in my opinion, of who she is as a person. That closet was a hot mess. So she tells him, she tells the grandkids who are probably not even 10 years old each that uh, she's going to the tell all. And normally when she goes to the tell all, she's in a happy mood. I was like, have we been watching the same tell-all? Because the tell-alls that I've seen you go to, all of them, you've bullied someone, whether it was Avery or um, Usman or um, what's John's girl's name? John's girl's name. It was someone. She was always bullying someone and always talking crazy over them, and it was ridiculous. And so I don't know what she talks about happy mood because – you come in wanting to be a bully and you've been consistent about bullying people and felt Rachel. Thank you, Laura, Rachel. Um, Gio says LMAO, her house is a trash compactor at that part. They don't like filming over there too. <laughs> I bet because I'm sure it's a hot mess. I'm sure it's a hot yeah. mess. Listen, you guys, I told you guys, she is, she smokes inside, which I also wanted to talk to you about, Kelly, because she was at the hotel in New York uh -huh. before she went on the, the tell-up this time round with some new friend that we'll also talk about. But, like, trying to light up a cigarette. And I know that you cannot smoke no. in hotels in New York. Uh -uh. She doesn't give a rat's ass. She just will pull out a cigarette from her boob at any any time. She doesn't care where she is. I, I Like, I really... You're right. I really think she thinks she's the star, and mm -hmm. she has that that complex, like whatever. And she's going to give a performance. That's that's all I could come up with. Absolutely, gives a performance every time. So she tells her grandbabies that she's going to raise hell at the tell-all. She doesn't care. She's about to like blow some shit up. She then starts talking to her daughter, Skyla, who comes in, which, again, I thought was weird because why are you talking to the grandkids via FaceTime when you guys all live in the same house? But whatever. Yep. Um, so she's trying to figure out what she should wear because she wants to look hot. She feels hot. She thinks she's hot. 
all the things. And Skylar's like, you should wear a black dress for the death of your relationship. And then you should wear this pink sparkly outfit and go find you a new man. Now, meanwhile, Angela says, well, I have a man um, and I've been with him for several months. And then she goes on to say, Kelly, that she is going to bring him. She's not going to tell us who it is, but he's going to help her expose Michael for the lying, cheating person that he is. And again, you guys, you already know how I feel. Angela will say something and she cannot back it up with any type of receipts. And even the last episode we watched where she said to Shad receipts that Michael was cheating on her with a different girl. I was like, that voicemail came from what random person? You're I, Like, show me what you're really talking about because it sounds like BS to me. I don't think because the element goes up to all the way to the top with her. That Jesus. part. That Jesus part. too much. But so, she picked the right guy to do that too, so it's no normal dude ain't gonna be dealing with that. Well, you know what? We we've been talking about Michael, and I'll tell you this, Kelly. Michael, I don't feel bad for him anymore because he puts up with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And even in this tell-all, we'll talk about it. I'm not an Usman fan, you guys, but Usman was was preaching facts, and Michael did not want to hear any of the facts because guess what? He really wants to come to America by any means necessary. That's too much. So then we go into Big Ed and Liz, and we go to Big Ed in San Diego. And instead of saying, oh, Liz and I broke up again because he's a narcissist and he's the worst, and you guys already know how I feel about him. Did he throw to therapy? Any therapy? I mean, he says he's going to therapy, Kelly, but I mean, I think maybe he went half a dozen times when he thinks he's fixed. Because every minute, that's his excuse, is therapy. So I just want to know, did he use it this time again? Yeah, no. Instead, he said that, instead of saying that Liz and I broke up, he's like, all proud, okay, with like his chest out, thinking he's the shit, said, I broke up with Liz again. Because things haven't been changing. I asked her to move out because I couldn't deal with her anymore. I was like, I don't, you guys, I say this all the time. And I will pop this up here because I don't get it. I really don't get it. How is he the prize? Please. That that's another thing. Either he packing, laying the pipe down, or he's spending money. That that's the only thing I could come up with because I Liz is not a bad looking girl. You know, when I saw her in person, I was like, okay. And Kelly, I was shocked that Kelly. Yeah. This little five foot one. Look, I, I don't want to say he something. I, listen, he is not he, packing he, anything. He is he, not pack. Kelly, I look at him. Look at him and try to tell me again that you think he's packing. Look at him. Look I'm, at him with the wisdom of being in law enforcement and knowing and being able to judge characters. Look at him right now. Yeah. Well, he, he ain't packing. Guess, you know what money. it is. You know what it is. Is what? that Liz? has had a little bit of taste of um fame. Oh, so you think she got she got she she bit the bug? Listen, she's like two feet taller than this fool. Two feet taller and he's trying to say that he keeps breaking up with her for the 15th, 20th time. Look, he is not the prize. I don't care what y'all saying. He is not the prize. He is not the prize. Are you saying he's the prize? <laughs> no, he thinks he's the prize. And the look funny thing this. is, when I tell all, I told him, I said, look, you have to get with this girl because if you get back on the show, 
with another woman, everybody gonna look at you like you're crazy. Listen, those buttons on his shirt, they're ready to just, they're like holding on for dear life right now. Okay. And why why did he break up with her this time? What she do now? He so he broke up with her because they were fighting all the time, and he feels that um he just wants to live alone he wants to live alone he doesn't want to deal with them fighting all the time and so they've been living apart as per the tell-all for for three months so she's been living alone for three months he's been living alone for three months uh-huh. he says he did that because he needs to quote gain perspective on the relationship but here's what happened that's super fucked up kelly is that he gave her less than a week to find a place to live and he had his friend come through and help pack her bags. So she was couch surfing until she found a place to live. Now, here's the thing. She puts up with it, though, because she's like, you know, I'm mad at Ed for kicking me out. And I'm mad at him for breaking up with me for the umpteenth time. Um, but I'm also mad at myself, she says, because... She is on her, quote, own again. But guess what? She misses him, Kelly. She misses him. And so because she misses him, she... You know what? You might be right. You you absolutely might be right. She wants to get back on that camera. That's it, because she says she misses him. And then they started dating again. So now they're dating, but she's also still wearing her engagement ring. And she doesn't know what that means. So, But she wants to make sure that they're still together stop it just stop it stop it Damn. stop it you sound ridiculous Ed is not the prize tell me how is he the prize you y'all tell me exactly so it goes back to the same us- question we try to figure out if ed is the prize and then why michael staying with angela but you know she he wants to come to america let she got to be up to something i don't know and she's not an ugly girl so she's I, not. I, I don't get it, but I don't get it either. We're trying to figure it out. If if any of you guys in the live chat think you know the answer, pop it up because I really want to know. Well, everybody's so, saying that he's not packing, so it gotta be money. Listen, he doesn't even have any money. We talked about this too this season, you guys. Remember that little midget house? And I'm sorry that's not politically correct, but the little small house that he lives in that he's renting, he doesn't even own. Oh, he Meanwhile, don't own it? He doesn't own that little small house that he lives in. Oh, wow. I thought he owned it. He doesn't own it. His his lease was coming up and they were going to move in together. They were looking at like million dollar houses in San Diego, but they didn't have a million dollars. So like, nah. I, like, nah. Oh, so what does the... What did I say? What does the camera do for... A lot of people get addicted to it. They, they get addicted to being on TV and attention and the cloud. All of it. That's what I think. Yeah, a lot of people. The Hobbit house. You know what, Rebecca? You and I'm I are done. going to hell. <laughs> you and I are going to hell. Thank God I went to church today because you and I are going to no. hell. Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Sherry says, Ed is not the prize. And he's another one that's good for TV, according to them, because he's in everything. That's it. I think people, I think TLC loves to have the villain, mm-hmm. even though we get sick of them. Okay, so then we move on to Andre and Jovi. So Andre oh. and Jovi are out for drinks. 
which I thought was like a super weird. I, between you and I, I saw a little bit of that. The dialogue seemed coached to me. It didn't seem genuine. Yeah, that's what I feel too. I, it doesn't feel genuine. Um, oh, look who's here, chewing away. What up, Gio? What's going on, Gio? You better get your shit together. What's going on with y'all? Yeah, I got a good backdrop. I'm in my mom's room with glitter and all this and that. You know, I like this. <laughs> What's up with you, Kelly? Peace and love, brother. How you doing? Same here, brother. Same here. What up, Linda? Sister, peace and love. But you know what time it is. I'm finna go ahead. <laughs> you guys, I always love when I get to connect with Gio because, as you guys know, we're we're this we're kindred spirits, but we're so different, and we have such different perspectives. We grew up differently, but what's great is that we're always able to come together and have like yeah. similar mindsets. So I'm talking right now about Andre and Jovi. They're at the bar, Kelly, and. Andre's trying to drag Jovi, right? So he's like, you know, I don't understand. Like you, you're not good enough for Yara. She's. More but you notice he didn't have that same aggression like he normally have with the family when he talks to the family. He tried it, to. It was a little Jovi, bit, and then Jovi he backed down. Him. Yep. Because normally, when somebody he when he he address a person, he gets more aggressive because he wants yeah. to show himself he's the alpha male. That combo he didn't do it, and Jovi was looking at him like, all right, whatever. With the crazy look, but I was like, "Yeah, that's when I know he wasn't real." So what I liked about Jovi is the fact that he didn't miss a beat. He mm -hmm. literally, like, dead ass, you guys, was like this. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna get into character. Okay, he says, like this. I'm just talking to you regular. You know what? Maybe you're the problem because <laughs> ever since you came, you're mm -hmm. the one that divided the family. You've manipulated the family, and you've always fought with everyone you're first fighting with with the sister then you're fighting with the brother and now you're fighting with the mom so like maybe you're the problem mm -hmm. when i say i was like this bravo because he didn't skip a beat he didn't raise his voice he just preached facts and when i tell you guys that i say this on this show all the time that andre's the villain i don't give a shit about what any of y'all say he's the villain they may have problems, but every family has problems. Yeah. But when he came in, and I want to, I have to find it. He literally said this. He said, he called Libby's family garbage. And he wants to, quote, detach his wife from them, which is what I told you guys he's been trying to do the whole time. Because manipulators and abusers, what do they try to do? They isolate yeah. you from your friends and family. Mm -hmm. They cause um, dissension. They cause chaos. Mm -hmm. They cause drama because yeah. they're isolating you. And when I say that this fool said it in, it in all the words, you guys go back and, and rewind and see what he said. He literally said he wants to detach his wife from them because they're garbage. Yeah. That's about right. But you know, you got to think about this too. But, uh, <laughs> Andre from Madovia, he be tripping. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, your boy be out here tripping. He, he was looking at uh Jovi like, yeah, you know, I I I don't uh I don't I don't do nothing. Then he trying to tell Jovi that Yara, he was talking trash about Yara. I seen what he yeah. did. He tried to he tried to manipulate the situation, cool. but he was tight because he I guess uh Jovi was like, You ever been to a script club or something like that? He I think really. 
Andre threw that at him as a, a war kind of tactic thing to make him go back and forth between the conversation because we know Andre is a shit starter. You know what I'm saying? That's what he is. He loves it. He did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Wanting to argue with Joby. I don't get what kind of man is Andre. He wants to argue all the time. And honestly, I think he obviously do got an alcohol problem because look where he was at. The mm-hmm. bar. And that part. And so he wants to call Charlie an alcoholic, but every single time that there's an issue, guess what? He's drinking. He is drinking. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, Kelly. That part. And then he doesn't want to look into himself. So when Jovi's like, ever think that you're the problem? He's like, do I look like the fucking problem? (laughs) I'm doing good. And Jovi's like, well... You're the one that doesn't get along with anyone in the family, he says. So maybe you're causing the conflict, which is facts, because he is, in my opinion. And that goes back to what I was saying when Joey was dishing it to him. Andre did not come off super aggressive like he normally do. He was because just no one it. ever, because Kelly, no one ever, no one ever talks back to him because. But they, but they do, and then he starts shouting at them, and he's just it. it he didn't have that same energy for Joey. Kelly. Andre is the male version of Angela. And I've said this before and I'll say it again because Angela is a bully and so is Andre. And this is what it is. So let's say I'm fighting with Gio right now. Gio, just like start talking. Talk about anything. I'm going to show you what they do. I'm going to pull an Angela. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I'm talking over you. I'm screaming over you. I'm better than you. Fix your teeth. When that bitch had the audacity to say, fix your teeth. to her teeth fucked up, too. I was like, I know this snaggled tooth, chain smoking, just got her, her bottom teeth fixed, is not telling someone else to get their teeth fixed. Mm. I know that that can't be true. That can't be true. But that's what she does. So she talks over people and she she has this aggression that people, regular people like you and I, we, we're like, wait, what's happening right now? How did we go from zero to 100? And so you're thrown off. You're thrown off. You're like, wait, how do I respond to this? Because not everyone is a bully like that. And I don't like how she walks up on a person. You that don't need part. to be walking up in a person's space like i mean look where i grew up at you get into that space brooklyn brooklyn is if i could reach you and connect that's on you because you shouldn't be in my face you shouldn't be in my area you got to respect people and she's always doing that i i don't i don't understand what makes her think she can do that and they they let her slide with that you know and vanessa says i get what kelly's saying andre's passion wasn't there yeah yeah, I don't so like that, Andre. I ain't never did. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't like it from the get go. Because right of the way he, the way he is, like towards Elizabeth, we need to find out what's really going on in that household. Like, yeah. for real, for, it's gonna come out. I guarantee you, without a doubt, the way he talks to Elizabeth, mm-hmm. he like controls her, and it's sad at this mm-hmm. point. She's she don't say that now. She's pregnant with the man, baby. Not not trying to talk trash about nobody's kids, but. At the same time, she is controlled, you know, and, and now Chuck is being controlled too. Cause yeah, what's that about? How did that? What 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 kind of Jedi mind trick did he do on Chuck? I think Chuck's scared of him because of what he did to uh, what yes, he sir. did to his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't nobody beat him in that family. You know what I'm saying? So they can't beat him with the words. So the sister, 
was going to kick his. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the worst of us was going to beat him up. Like, and he ain't going to hit it, no woman on national part TV. part of it, you guys, is also that he's scared that he's not going to have contact with his grandkids, right? Yeah. So if Andre continues to isolate, like he said, and detach Libby from the family, then Chuck, who... You know, he shared with us that he's a cancer survivor. He's older, all the things. You know, grandparents want to be grandparents. And he's scared that if he doesn't be in line with this bully, Andre, that he's not going to have access to his youngest daughter, which is really sad to think about. So I just want to get through this as well, you guys. So Andre goes on to say to Jovi that he's bringing, quote, the truth. And it's too much truth for people to handle, so they choke on it. And I'm like, well, Andre, I feel like you're the one that's choking on truth because you're becoming defensive and you're making shit up that's not true. So you need to turn all of those finger-pointing things back at yourself, right? So then he starts lashing out at Jovi and calling Jovi an effing problem in his relationship. The only thing that he has on Jovi is when Jovi was going to the strip club. But <laughs> how long ago, you guys, was that? That was like two years ago. Jovi's a family man now. He's a dad. He has shown that, hey, you know what? There's more to just partying and going to the strip club, which again, you guys, I don't think there was anything wrong with that because he was a young single dude, yeah. you know, barely 30 years old. When, if you don't party in your 20s, when do you party? Yeah, y'all, y'all change that up real quick, right? Which I, which I get because now he's a family man, but Uh Andre is trying to throw it in his face. But that's the only thing you have, Andre, is like, oh, well, you, you, uh, when your uh, wife just had a baby, you're like, let's go to the strip club, and then you guys, he tried to manipulate the situation on this tell all by this is what he did, he said. Andre said, I've never been to the strip club. So (laughs) what's the answer to that? Jovi says, do you want to go? Right? As if he's being, he's being um, hospitable. He actually said that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then instead of saying, oh, I was bait and switched by Andre. He was like, yeah, your husband hasn't changed. He invited me to the strip club yesterday. Uh, let's rewind the tape because that's not what happened. You literally said you've never been in the strip club. And Jovi's like, well, okay, do you want to go? Like if you've never, I, Gio, I've never been to Hawaii. You're like, oh, I have a home in Hawaii. You want to go? That's what it was, Kelly. So then he continues to lash out at Jovi and Jovi's like, you know what? I think that maybe you're the problem. I think you're using Libby's family, which I agree, you guys, because guess what? Just like Jovi said, he's fought with every single person, even Chuck. He used to fight with Chuck mm-hmm. when he very first came in the over beginning. To America. Yep. In the beginning. In the beginning. But mm-hmm. guess what? Chuck is his money man. Chuck has financed his career. Chuck has financed his. You saw that from the other previous season. Remember, they was flipping homes. It's like Chuck. Look, let me see. You show. You see what I did? See what I did? Chuck, I'm the best guy. I know what I'm doing. Come on, Chuck. If you give me money, I would do. My bro, come on. That part. That part. That's why. That's the only reason. Think about all Libby's family members. 
he only gets along with Chuck because Chuck is the money bag for him. Mm -hmm. Chuck is financing his life. Chuck has given him a career that he didn't have a career before. Chuck allowed him to buy a house, finance the house, furnish mm -hmm. the house, all with Chuck's money. So you're not going to, what is it? The saying, you guys, you're not going to bite the hand that feeds you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That part. But Charlie doesn't give him shit. Jen doesn't give him shit. Becky doesn't give him shit. Pam, the, the mom, doesn't give him shit. So all of a sudden, all of those people are the problem. So then Jovi says, you're using her family. You manipulate them. You're turning everyone against each other. And you pick fights with everyone in the family. Charlie, the sisters, the mom. So like, did you ever think that maybe you're the problem? And mm -hmm. then Andre tries to deflect that whole situation and says, he's not the problem. They had that problem before I started, and I'm just giving them the truth. That was then, a lie. And then you guys, he had the audacity to say, and I want, as a Canadian, I don't know, but Kelly and Gio, I want to ask what your opinion is. So he has all these stereotypes about Americans, and so he says, oh, it's typical of Americans. All they know how to do is fight, scream, or storm off. What are your thoughts on that? You need to look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It did. It did piss me off when I heard him say that. I was like, I know this man did not just say all of us. It's the typical Americans. All they do is fight, scream. I said, bro, what have you been doing for the past three years? We've been watching you on ninety day, mm. fighting and screaming. <laughs> so yeah, ain't that the uh, what they call it? The kettle calling the pot black. You hear yeah. me? <laughs> like. And he and he always has something negative to say about Americans and the ways, but you're you're over here getting the money from America and you know catering to Americans. Preach. So, Preach. Okay, so then we go over to Usman, and you guys, I'm not an Usman fan, but I have to tell my you, my boy, yeah. <laughs> is he? I look. You gotta you gotta love his hustle. You gotta love his hustle. He got some brownie points for me this episode. I ain't going to yeah. lie to you. <laughs> okay, so I'm not an Usman fan at all. I think that he also uses the show for clout. Uh, I'm, surprised that YouTube, I'm surprised that you two love him so much. And you guys, because they love him so much, I have to bring out the mic. So I don't think Usman is talented. You know, my actual way back, I was like, "How is this music?" Because I really what I'm, I, I'm, I didn't, I'm shocked. I'm telling you, Kelly, what it is. It's auto tune. <laughs> I can be a superstar, superstar. So he's not a burner boy. He's not over there. Oh, no, 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 no. As long as I have. <laughs> Auto-tune. But he believes, so you know, as long as you believe. He believes he's the next Michael Jackson. He believes he's friends with <laughs> Tegan and John Legend. He believes too. that he's an international superstar. But what I'm trying to tell you is if you have a little auto-tune, anyone can be a superstar. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Linda grab a whole mic. Thanks for using. You was feeling yourself with that mic, though. Right? Just <laughs> like Usman feels himself when he has a mic with auto tune. 
I was channeling him, Gio. <laughs> Anyways, Usman is in Lagos for the tell-all. And, you know, you guys, I still... She, Jocelyn said, please no. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn's on a... She's on a money, man. She's going in. She said, please no with the microphone. Okay, so... Usman, okay, so one of the things I want to ask you guys, and I know, like, without getting super political, but don't you guys think it's weird that the two Nigerians just never come to America, can't get to America? I don't understand it. I really don't. Do like the rest of them. Go to another country and jump on a plane, go through Canada and come through. Like, I'm trying to understand why these guys can't make it through. I I honestly think that... uh... They might not even want to come over here like that. Like I think they trying to really get fame over there in Africa and be known, you know. So, but yeah. Michael, I think Michael wants to, but then at the same time, he does second guess himself. So I'm with you, Linda on Michael. I don't feel bad for him. I think Usman just want that uh African fan base. You hear me? He he trying to be the next banner boy, you know, the Akon. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He trying to blow up in Africa. He is uh, not the next Akon, FYI. Just anyone who thinks oh, that I think you hit a nerve. You hit a nerve. All are delusional, okay? <laughs> delusional. He is not the next Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's a the damn talent, The talent that this fool has is the same talent you saw with me and my mic. I, <laughs> I am great at a lot of things. I am not a singer, and neither is he. They just act... Why don't they show the concerts that he performed? That's, that's a good, valid Cause question. Because what, what concerts... You yeah, show me be. a YouTube video of that fool performing anywhere live. Actually, let's have him on Bears All. Let's have him on Bears All. You know how they have, they had yeah. Darcy. They had the Daisy. twins singing. Yeah. yeah they- mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, that, that was terrible. That's who I want to meet. I want to meet the twins. I want to meet the twins. I want to. They seem cool, but that 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 shit they did on that Bears all No, we're not talking bad about Darcy and Stacey. I love Darcy. I know. No, I love. I want to meet them. I really no, do. I want to meet them. They're good people. They're good people. Okay, so Usman also, like Ed, thinks he's the prize, and so we know that him and Kimberly broke up, which is not surprising because they weren't really together. Y'all aren't having sex. He's not trying to fill you. He wants oh, to have a so baby. They're and not together or they're together? I'm confused with them. Oh, they broke up. Mm. They broke up. They're just friends. But they were always just friends, Kelly. They did the show, and I've reported on it. They mm-hmm. did the show as a business arrangement so that they could both have continued fame. I remember. He wanted what? to be on the show with Zara, which is the black girl that he was dating from oh, Texas. She was pretty. She was pretty. Very pretty. And yeah. she decided last minute, contract in hand, that she didn't want to do the show with Usman. And Usman still wanted to be on the show. So he went to his biggest fan and said, hey, do you want to be on the show with me and act like you were in love with me? Which she, you know, think it's like me. It's like Drake text DMing me saying, hey, Linda, I'm doing this reality show. I know you're my biggest fan. You want to you want to be on the show? Hell yeah, I want to be this show. I want to be on this show because I love you. I know, like, once they did their season and um, I, I stay in contact with a couple of them from that, that show, that previous, mm-hmm. when they first started. 
and she messaged me um a question on Instagram and I answered back and she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going over there right now to go see him. And she was all ecstatic. And I was like, okay, best of luck. But you know, <laughs> brother, float your boat. That part. Okay. So Usman thinks he's the prize. So they broke up. Um, and he says, you know, he's not okay with being with Kimberly because he's not okay with not having a child. And, I was like, well, you already knew before you got with her that she couldn't have a kid with you. So, like, now why do you have an issue with it? You're the same person that was trying to steal your brother's child and adopt him. So, like, now why all of a sudden do you have a problem? And Kimberly's the problem. This woman is 50-plus years old. You knew that when you met her. And guess what? You, you have a tendency in you guys, no disrespect. You guys, so don't come for me. I don't, don't DM me. Don't do anything. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And I believe it. But Usman obviously has a type. He likes the old white women, 50 plus, that clearly cannot give him what he says he really wants. Which Yo, is you really child. think he hit them, hit them off? Like you think they did stuff? Hell, listen, Usman has an agenda. Did he hit, did he, did he? He married baby girl Lisa. We married, saw them, well, we saw them all, uh, on camera. So, and then same thing with Kimberly. So I'm just saying, like, don't act brand new and tell us the audience that she's not giving you what you want because you clearly have a type. You clearly have a type. We've seen it, and that's who you want. You want older white women, chain smoking drinking throw drinks in your face disrespect you because you think that you're better than and you're the prize and that way you'll be able to hold on to them don't even get me started y'all because yeah, but what, this is what i want to say too what is going on with these women going over there disrespecting them in their own country like that like for real i don't care how old you is how young you is you don't do stuff like that you know like they they carry respect heavily over there in africa they're very brave. Really just throwing Definitely. drinks in the man's face, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then it, it's like you're not a teenager, you know. These women are not teenagers, these are grown ass women with adult kids acting like that, you know. So when I see that, I'm like, Yeah, uh, I see why they want a younger person because they still think they got that young mindset, they want to still feel young again. You can't, you're only gonna age up, not down, you know what I'm saying? So that's all I gotta say about that one. That's that's not really a type. It's a type of prey. True, but what website they be going on getting these ladies? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know because I see a pattern here. Where the Angela, baby girl, whatever? Where did where they be getting these these people? I think they be on websites, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. I think they be on them. Look, you know it's weird. I think they probably just specifically go right to Africa. To look for a young black African man, you know what I'm saying? They know better. They not gonna find that. Okay, but like you guys, we just saw it. Like you guys are, we need to answer our own questions. So just like how Ed is on a specific Asian website to date Asian women, I'm sure that there's the same thing with the Africans and whatever your fetish is. You want that's where they're going. Go hit him up. That part. <laughs> so, Dustin, thank you so much for the super chat. Marshmallow, find somebody else to be on the show with next season. Just wait and watch. So, I want to 
finish up with Usman here. So Usman thinks he's the prize and he's mad that Kimberly is not giving him a child, but he's like, we broke up, but we still talk. And here's the part that drives me crazy. Drives me crazy, you guys. And I really do want to know from a man's perspective how you feel, because he says, we still talk because she loves him so much and will do anything for him. Um, but he's just not feeling it. He feels like he doesn't feel happy. He doesn't feel like this is a good relationship. He feels like it's not healthy. Um, and he feels like he's been, quote, unfairly criticized by us, the fans, because us, the fans, think that he's been using the older white woman, a.k.a. Kimberly, a.k.a. baby girl Lisa. And he feels like he's being mis understood and unfairly criticized. What would you guys say to that? <laughs> I'm going to say something about it because I don't think it's a mistake for him to say because uh, we obviously see him. He, he keep going for these older white women and he keep using them. <laughs> it's, 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 even Stevie wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all made me laugh. Both of them were like silent cricket. Because <laughs> he tried to ask them, "He, how you gonna get mad at us because of what we think as the fans?" Like, right? Well, you the one did it to yourself. We didn't tell you to go out here and go date these women and bring them over to Africa and have them eating goat meat and stuff like that. We didn't tell them to drink the goat milk. You know what I'm saying? We, we didn't tell them that like farm, that. whole cattle, different types of farm. Chasing chickens and shit. We didn't like, tell him but to I do saw, that. You did. I saw a preview that I think his brother's doing the same thing too. Oh Lord. I saw somebody post that up. His brother's doing something too. Oh Lord. Uh Slycat says Usman never was into those women romantically. He was totally using them. And Adventures with V says, in his defense, he tried with Zara. She just saw through his BS. All right, then I want to move on to Jenny, you guys. So Jenny, oh, shit. back in America, hasn't been in America for three years. She's in New York City for the tell-all, and she feels like she's having a reverse culture shock. And I don't know about y'all, but I was 100% irritated by that comment because if you guys remember, Jenny doesn't leave the house without Usman when she's in India because she doesn't feel comfortable. Ooh, the Indians, I can't be outside as a you know, older white woman with blonde hair with the Indians. I don't feel comfortable. I can't even go to the market. But she gets to New York City, which is like a cornucopia. Kelly, back me up. Cornucopia of different cultures that you... Melting that, pot. Is every, everybody's here. Everybody's Everybody. there. Everybody. And you, everybody. And everyone is not only speaking English. They're speaking their native tongue. Yes. So she comes in acting like oh my god i i'm safe now i i'm in america and <laughs> i can speak english and i feel okay walking around by myself because i'm in america bitch you're in new york city first and foremost okay you're in new york city where you have to have some type of street sense and yeah. mental capacity because i don't mm -hmm. give a rat's ass who and what you think you are mm -hmm. they don't play no. Okay, so you can walk around all doughy-eyed and all the things. You're the first person that's going to be a victim of a crime. I don't Definitely. give a rat's ass. So don't act like you're like all safe because you're you're in New York City versus being in India. 
because there's the same amount of danger if you don't have street sense. Do you think that's what she's trying to pitch to get him to come over here? Because you know she wants him to come over here. That's exactly what she pitched. She's planning to seed a little bit more. That's exactly what she pitched. So she says that she's tired of all the things in India and all the problems she's having with the family, and it's about time that they move to America. That that he ain't going nowhere. He ain't trying to go nowhere. Facts. He ain't trying to go nowhere. That part. So she's in. I, I I wanted to say she was in Central Park, but it didn't look like Central Park. But they met up at a park, and she meets up with Kimberly. And you guys, what was interesting to me, and I, I'm curious to know what you think, Gio, is that I never compared Jenny and Kimberly together. But they said that they're kindred spirits and that they both have like similar situations because they're both from San Diego. They're both dating young men that are like 20 plus years. They're, they're junior. They both have family issues. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about that deal? Because I would never compare them at all. Uh, I compare I'm... Kimberly and Angela. I compare Kimberly and baby girl Lisa, but I didn't compare Kimberly and Jenny. Did no. you? I can't compare uh, Kimberly and Jenny. The only reason I think that she's trying to compare each other, to, they trying to compare each other to each other because they both from San Diego. They around the same age and they both, uh, well, they're not even getting, both of them ain't dating man in Africa. She's dating a guy in uh, India. But did you catch it when um, when Kimberly was like, I feel bad for her because of she's over there and the family treats her bad? Mm-hmm. I was like, I know damn hell well she didn't say that because Let's not forget who went over there and did what they did. Jenny went over there inside of them people home. And I say she broke their family apart. That's that's it. I'm outside she staying with them. She yep. staying with them. And she keeps soaking that up from uh Kimberly, like, oh yeah, yeah, feel bad for me, feel sorry for me. Boo boo, let me crown your shoulder. No, you did that to this man's family. Why his mama don't like you now? So yeah, I don't see no comparisons. They don't, they're not no soul matchmakers, no. Yeah, I don't see it, but I mean, I guess if you just look at like the bare facts, the same age, from the same area, dating younger men, family problems, then I guess that's the same. But I, I don't feel like their love relationships are the same at all. She's, she, but you know why I don't say they're the same? Jenny is really more soft-spoken than Angela and Kimberly. Angela and Kimberly will go off. Jenny only will go off on submit. She won't go off on that his submits mama and daddy like that. Like how she do submit, she be going off. She's not gonna go off on nobody. Angela and Kimberly don't care. They'll go off on anybody. On anybody, that part. All right, so we move on to Yara. I think it's interesting that Yara and Shida are friends. And apparently from the show, we watch from the tell all this this episode that. Um, they talk on social media all the time. They've become friends. They both respect each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they meet up for the first time in real life, uh, shopping on Fifth Avenue. And it's the same same storyline, you guys. So Shida feels like Bilal's not compromising. Um, she feels like she wants to like have the baby, have, have her business, have her own money. And she tells her, she confides in Yara that she had a conversation about finances with Bilal and they want to have, she wants to have a joint bank account, but he says no. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I don't even know how much my husband makes. 
I don't have any access to the funds. I have to literally ask him for anything that I want or need. And Yara's like, oh no, that's bullshit. Like if you're a family, it's our money, my money, your money, our money together. And she's like, well, you know, Bilal's not gonna share his, his banking information with you and doesn't want to have a joint bank account. Like what other secrets does he have? And so Gio, I know you're married and, you know, Kelly, we know that you have experience with all of this. What do you guys think of that? Would, if you were married or if you're in a long-term relationship, are you sharing bank accounts or are you not? No, I would do the joint bank account if it's going to the next level and we get in, you know, the marriage and all that. But I, it, we'll, I meet you and you want to know my bank account. You want my social security number too? No. What, are you talking about? Wait, what if that's your wife, Kelly? If that's your wife, you're not having a joint bank account? No, I will have a joint bank account. My wife, okay. yes. That's what I'm asking because so Shida and Bilal are married. They do not have a bank account shared joint together. And she doesn't even know how much she makes for well, a living. She, she knows what type of guy she's with. She should know that from the beginning. Yeah, and she's just—it's all a power struggle. That's what she's trying to do. She's trying to be dominant in the relationship, which it's not going to work because he's not that type of guy. Whereas Jovi and Yara, Yara runs the relationship, so he has no saying. He don't—he don't have a backbone. He's still a little—he needs to mature a little bit up, but he—he's trying to please and be a yes man with her. But Blau and um Yashida is she's trying to get that dominance because you saw that when she went at it with. The, the ex-wife, the baby mother, it, that was uncalled for. There was no need for it. Was, that was a, a, a pissing match to see who, who's, in, who's in control now. We know you married and we know this, like, be easy. But you know your guy's not going to give you all the information. He done put you in a, a house that you didn't even know that was not even his house. What'd you expect? What do you think? Okay, what do you think, Jim? I'm, I, I can honestly say this. I agree with everything Kelly just said, but on this aspect, as on this point, I'm gonna say this: with that, with that whole entire situation, a yard trying to tell her, "Oh, you need to figure out what's in this bank account." I agree with the joint bank account that you married, but y'all gotta have some type of business and stuff going on to have that joint. You know, like mm -hmm. a show, TV show. Yeah, they that's cool. But as far as you looking into my bank account, seeing mm -hmm. what I'm already making before I met you, I don't agree with. Mm -hmm looking in each other's bank account to oh let me see what you got you know what i'm saying like nah, even if you're married to that yeah, married. I, no i'm married now the only account that, that you need to be worried about is the joint account that's it yeah that's, that's her, her money is her money that she made before that's me and fair. my money my money that i made before her. we ain't she ain't finna mm -hmm. look into my bank account. She better just trust me that I'm taking care of things with these funds. Because I'm not I, if Linda if you and I get together I'm not gonna check your account and know me what either. you got in your bank account. Yeah. No. That's your business. That's what you earn. That's what you... the joint. I'd be like, okay. And then you could ask me any type of question you want about the joint bank account. I, because the joint bank account is supposed to take care of everything, the house, yeah. whatever that we put together. But why? Who do you go on dates to ask them what's in your bank account? <laughs> Kelly, I'm not talking about dates. Though. I'm talking about that is your partner of life. That is your husband uh -huh. or your wife. Listen, y'all. Listen. Okay. Live chat. I'm going to need you guys to chime in on this because I clearly do not agree with Kelly or Gio. I personally think, and you guys know me, so you know that I'm all about communication. I'm all about 
what do I tell you guys? The four things that are important. You need to talk about sex. You need to talk about religion. You need to talk about kids and you need to talk about money. So these two. As long as you ain't bankrupt, we good. What? As long as you ain't bankrupt and you ain't in debt, we good. Nah. If you're if you're my husband, okay, oh. you're gonna know what's in my bank account personally. I'm gonna know what's in your bank account personally, and we're gonna know what's in each other's bank account jointly. And as we build for the future, whether we're you know buying and flipping houses, whether we're investing in in cryptocurrency or whatever the case may be what you're not about to do geo and kelly is tell me your <laughs> money is your money and the money i made before you is my money stop now, i'm gonna say this though linda i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this though that both of y'all linda and kelly that's been times in my household yeah i would i'll just say it just be talking to my wife or something just say it and she'll just tell me but as far as like let me look into your bank account because you need to, it's it's this thing called trust. We should already have that established. From that's what I'm trying to tell you. So, so what are you what are you two fools talking about then? No, I'm saying with trust, she should she should already trust me that I'm responsible enough to take care of my own bank account, and I should be able to trust her that she's able to take care of her own bank account. Only time somebody want to go because the way Yara was putting it, the only the only reason why she was putting it that way because. Oh, you need to see what he's spending his money on. He said he might not have all the money. He why do you need to be concerned about what he has in because his she pocket? She wants the money. Yeah, she, but y'all need to focus on what the hell Jovi making, not telling somebody else what they making. You know what I'm saying? Focus on your shit. Don't be up in somebody else's business tomorrow. It's all you on control, man. Control and dominance. Come I'm on. sorry. I know Linda, you don't agree with it. I also bro, everybody's in debt. Yeah, this is this between debt and being deep in debt. Like, come on, let's be for real. You don't want to get with somebody that's like deep in a hole, and you that's gonna because you gotta understand when you get with somebody, you inherit their problems too, and it's gonna be one together. You gotta work this out. That's what I say. You gotta know what's going on, but I ain't gonna be having you ain't gonna be all in accounts and nah, like he said, trust. We good. Yep. And then we get that joint account. You can monitor all you want. I'm putting money in it. We making it happen. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to circle back to this because clearly <laughs> we're all not on the same page. Um, we're moving on to Ed. So Ed lands in New York. He came separate from Liz. Um, he's trying to get to, he says, his happy place with her. He's really happy that she's moved out and that he's living on his own. Liz arrives in New York as well, solo. She's nervous. She's emotional. She doesn't know how she's going to feel about the tell-all. Um, and she basically wants to put an ultimatum out there. She's mm -hmm. like, either you're in a relationship with me or we cut ties completely. I can't be your friend. We're not going to be buddies. We're either in a relationship or we're not. That's it. That's what she said. Meanwhile, Shida gets back to the hotel She's talking to Bilal. She feels empowered. And she tells Bilal what Yara and Jovi don't do, right? They have a joint bank account. Uh, she has her money. He has his money. They have their money together as a family. And Bilal's like, in my opinion, you guys, you two, Gio and Kelly, that Bilal's like, you know what? A, in my opinion, he completely gaslights her and says, well, we're not going to do a joint bank account, but we can have a piggy bank at home. And wow. then says, you know, I feel like you're super hard to please. I'm trying to do all the things and you're never satisfied. And you're also, 
to influence by other people. Anytime someone tells you, you get influenced. What did you? What do you think of that, Gio? Ed is something else. Ed is something else. Like seriously, I think Ed is a manipulator. He always try to make it seem like we should feel sorry for him. And oh, you it. Ed ain't Ed ain't it. I'm just but what do you think it. about Bilal? Do you think he was gaslighting Shida when he's like, "No, we can't have a joint bank account, but we can have um, a, a piggy bank together at the house." I think. Oh, uh, well, Bilal and Shida. I'm sorry, I had misheard the question. I'm so sorry, but uh, <laughs> with uh, with Bilal and Shida, I honestly think that. They can work. They just got to get over that money situation. I don't think they should look at it. Their marriage is a money thing. You know, like, I don't know what's going on with these marriages nowadays. <laughs> I really don't know. But a lot of them ain't working out because of money situations and financial reasons. You know, so if she studied constantly focused on money, baby, money, baby, then what Bilal is thinking is like, you're thinking about money, baby, money, baby. You're not really thinking about us becoming one or being like really in love. So with Shida, you always talking about the money piggy bank thing like that. Like, yeah. Uh, 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 first of all, I mean, Joslo says that was my favorite part the offering of a piggy bank. Kelly, what are your thoughts on it? The piggy bank situation. I, was it gaslighting? I think he likes to trigger her. I, That's think he right. likes to, I think he likes to, he knows how to push her buttons and show that he's still in control, but he likes to mess with her. Listen, y'all, what you're not about to do is freaking gaslight me and tell me, oh no, we're not gonna go to a proper establishment and open up a joint bank account. What we can do is buy buy this bullshit piggy bank and then <laughs> I'm gonna still have to ask you for money and I'm gonna put my nickels and dimes in the piggy bank and then what, when it gets full, I smash it? You better get the fuck out of here. That's what you're not about to do. Was he literally and, talking about having a real piggy bank though? Like, yes, he was, Gio. <laughs> I don't think I think he was just messing with him. A piggy bank, bro. Y'all, man, you gotta look at this guy, man. He likes to, he likes to, do all he likes to troll in the marriage. That's all what it is. I think. Okay, but who's that's, but that's the problem, Gio. You're trolling your own wife. <laughs> that's sad. I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't do that. But hey, if it works for him. I don't know. I wouldn't He's do that. He's been person. doing it from day one. It's terrible, you guys. It's terrible. It's and it's not acceptable at all. True. All right. So we're in New York City and we're back to Angela. Angela arrives in New York City. Oh Angela God. thinks she's hot she's shit. Best. She does this weird like dance. I'm showing you guys in the mirror. She's dancing, shaking her boobies. She meets some dude on the street, thinks she's hot shit. All of a sudden, and you guys, this is how I know, like, some of this stuff is bullshit. Because how many friends has Angela been through? All of a sudden, we meet this friend named Jen. Yeah, where Jen, did she come from? Where the fuck does she come from? She, I, I mean, she, uh, you guys. You I've probably met her smoking a cigarette. You know, Angela likes <laughs> smoking a cigarette. She's got this new friend, Jen, and Jen is just like plastic surgery out that's the best way i can i can i can put it and so she's talking crazy about usman she's like worried about seeing usman at the tell-all says usman's a liar 
and a puppet master to Kimberly. And Kimberly better shut the F up or else I'm going to come for her. And this is where I was telling you, Kelly, where she like pulls out a cigarette while she's in the hotel. And I'm like, how many times have I been to New York City? Many, plenty, too many. Never, it's never too many because I love New York City. But what I do know is that what you're not about to do is smoke in, in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Okay? So she pulls out the cigarette and is talking crazy. She's ready to, like, go to war at the tell-all. But, you guys, the part that where she thinks she's the shit, like, she literally, you guys, thinks that she is the most beautiful. The most beautiful. And I'm not kidding you like she's like i'm it no so she arrives at look at her like look i'm sorry <laughs> what the fuck she's i mean okay y'all don't need to say anything the picture speaks a thousand words what? y'all don't need to say nothing about nothing i'm just saying what? she's coming in like she's the shit she comes in, she, like, where's okay? my driver? Where's my green room? <laughs> she puts on her sunglasses inside, Kelly. And you know how you said earlier that you go up the stairs? Yeah. Inside going up the stairs, she's putting on these sunglasses. You know like, what? Now I'm kind of mad. You just pointed that out. When I came in with my shades, they told me to take mine off, and she could walk in with hers? Okay. She's a superstar. <laughs> All right. She's a superstar in her did mind. You, did you see her back, though, when she was... <laughs> Listen, Gio, I saw the back, the front, all. I mean, look, and can we all? I don't, Kelly and Gio, I don't understand why, because I think we're all around the same age, but why are y'all not talking about these 1980s run DMC chains? Why are you guys not <laughs> mentioning that? No, those are herringbones. So in the South, I oh, put yeah, you up on a little game with herringbones. She took it back with the herringbone. Yeah, she took she, it back. She, she, she <laughs> represented for the people in the 90s. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I just realized that. Wow, she took it back. Yeah, she got She looked like Lizzie Lohan back in the days on, on something. Yep. Like, is something wrong? It's, That's when selling she... drugs was cool then. You know what I'm saying? I'm really... She's been smoking Newport since 92, yeah? <laughs> 92 since 82? What are you talking about? What the new Newport? What the new? Yes, she does. 82, damn. <sighs> well, because she's like, I mean, I don't know how old Angela is, because I don't believe how old she says she is. I think oh, do you, my, my question, do you think she looks, she looked better when she had weight on? 1,000%. No? Yeah. 1,000%. Yep. I believe it. That oxy. I believe it, yeah, because she looked like she on something. I don't care anybody's that. So, you know I got that eye. I'm sorry. Somebody did right there. So we're backstage. The oh. other thing that was so ridiculous to me is that Ed, so Ed's the first person in the communal green room, mm-hmm. and he's literally chugging back Pepto-Bismol. Did y'all see that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, clearly you got some issues going on. Hello, what, hello, what you said? Well, he was what? Chugging Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> like, like chugging it like he was, he, you know, in, in college and university, you chug things. Mm-hmm. Ch- 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 
He was chugging. I was like, no, 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 little cat. Just nothing. Just chugging it. It was. So he's the first person there, as you know. And first of all, you guys, I I didn't take a picture, but I'm gonna give you the visual. You know, I know Ed is little, like in stature, but I didn't realize how little he was until he jumped out of the SUV. So you know the SUV, you guys? The SUV are those um, like Lincoln Denali's or whatever. Yeah. Did they have a stepping thing on or no? Kelly, I'm going to try to explain it to you. Okay. He opened the door and he had to like jump out like a little hobbit, right? But Kelly, 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 Geo, Kelly, and I'm not making it up. Y'all can look for yourself. You know where the door handle is? Mm -hmm. So the door handle on one of those cars is like on a normal person right here, right? Like on your side. When he stood up and got out of the, the truck, his head and the door handle were at par. <laughs> he's a, he a small guy. He is. So that's why, Kelly, when you said that maybe he's packing, I was like, there's no way. This bull doesn't even come up to the door handle on the I look, I always, when I look at somebody oh. and I'm trying to understand the dynamics, I'm like, all right, either he is packing the pipe or his pockets is pretty deep. It's not. It's not. It's neither of those things. And I just want to oh. let y'all know that that's what I noticed. Like, oh, he doesn't even come up to the door handle. And it, when he went, he took his little carry on and was rolling it <laughs> to the hotel. Damn. And he got to the hotel, and I thought, because you guys are gonna think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. You guys can roll back the tape. When he went to the handle of the door of the hotel room, guess what? Handle was at par with the oh. <laughs> No, you lied. I'm not lying. Yo. You guys roll back the tape and see. Oh. <laughs> roll, roll it back. Damn, let me say, Liz told us that he's not packing. She really said that? She sure did. She sure did. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> she sure did. Okay, so. Ed's in the communal green room. Uh, he meets Kimberly. Kimberly comes in. She looks beautiful. Uh, Liz enters. And <clears throat> Ed gets up and is like, oh, baby, you look great. And I was like, that's super weird because I thought you guys just said you broke up, but whatever. Jovi enters. Uh, Ed stands up to greet Jovi, but calls him Usman. Hey, Usman. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you on drugs? Are you serious? Did the Pepto Bismol <laughs> like fuck up your head so much that you don't even know who's who? Damn. Um, and so one of the things that was interesting before Bilal and Shida get there, they do like this like flashback of the night before. And Bilal and Shida were going up to the room, and Angela and her new friend Jen entered the um S elevator with them and Shida talked crazy about Angela because guess what Kelly she's like I know Angela's not checking out my husband I nah. know she likes yes she's like I know she likes her, her some black men I'm gonna have to keep an eye on her and when nah. I tell you it goes rolls into Angela thinks she's the shit she thinks that 
the stereotype, any blonde hair, blue eyed woman, the black man's going to come for her. She right. feels that even though she's like, you know, the crypt, you know, the crypt and they have, I don't know what it's thing, but you know, that little sword that they, that the crypt has, it's like a, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. I know oh, someone yeah. will know, but there's like a, the crypt, an old, like decrepit person and he has a sword that's like rounded. That's was what it tales from the crypt? Uh, no, that's was it. Was it that like that skeleton looking thing? Um, yes, and it has oh. like the you know the rounded sword thing. <laughs> that's what Angela is, in my opinion. The thing with the hair on the side and no hair in the middle thing. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Adventures with V. I knew someone would know what I was talking about. That's what. It's the, and I can't even say the real word, but that I know that that's the word. So, anyways, so then uh, Angela is like, you know what, um, Bilal, I'm a big fan of you, and I believe everything that you've done is the proper thing. Between faking the funk about where you live, between break, um, picking up Shida in the van. All the things I'm a big fan. He's like super fan fanning out, fanboying. Um, and then he calls Shida a gold digger, which I thought was interesting. I was like, oh, wait, what? Okay. Huh. Wait, you guys think she is? I, I, I don't know. What? I would keep my mouth shut. I have no opinion on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I I I need okay. <laughs> all right i'm gonna I'm keep it 100 with you in the beginning i thought she was she brought me that way yeah with certain things that she was inquiring on but i like her. i think she's beautiful she's a beautiful woman and i see she really wants to be married and have children so i kind of changed my views on her but in the beginning she did rub me that way i'm just gonna keep it 100 I I do feel bad for it though. What Bilal been doing to her? I can say. Yeah, that. he he's something else. He's something else. I do. Keep it one. It's so interesting to get the man's perspective on things. So it was really interesting to me. It we really gotta be careful, Kelly. We gotta be real careful. <laughs> Very interesting to me. Well, I'm learning okay. something today because Linda want to check my bank account. You know, like. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I've always kept it real with you. Yeah, you always, and I love you. One hundred percent. And I'll tell you this, Geo. Anyone who watches me, anyone who knows me, I'm gonna always be one hundred percent honest and open and direct. And sometimes you'll like it, sometimes you won't. Yeah, that's it. But you know what? I rather someone be open and honest than bullshitting me. Yeah. All right, so then Ed calls Chida a gold digger. And then Angela, we see, she thinks she's the queen bee. And when I say everyone is sick of her shit in the communal green room, Ed is like, just ignore Angela if she comes in here. She wants the attention. If we don't give her the attention, then it will be fine. And then Jovi talks about how the last time that they had the tell-all, Angela kept everyone waiting for half the day, which is in line with what we saw here because she didn't go to the communal green room. She waited for the host, Sean, to actually get on stage. And you guys, if you know anything about production, 
the host of the show is the last person to get on stage. Mm-hmm. They want everyone to be in their their. Yeah, seat. when 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 they it they told us to go in, they made sure we sit down, and then she came came mm-hmm. out afterwards, and then she sits <laughs> down, and then we start. That's it, so, because yeah. that's what they want. That's what production is about. Mm-hmm. As soon as your your the host is there, then you're mm-hmm. gonna need to start filming, and that's all production knows. But Angela's like, oh no. Oh no, I'm the star. So oh. let me get here when I feel like getting here. And I'm gonna do whatever the F I want. And that's what happened, you guys. So here's what happened. So she calls Michael. She's in her own personal green room. She calls Michael. She starts screaming about whatever because you know she's always screaming at Michael. And she's talking shit about Kimberly and Usman, and she's ready to fight Usman. And she also says to to Michael, which again, Michael, you get what you receive and I don't have any type of empathy for you. She says, you know, you treated me like shit. You need to, you better own up to it. What what does he do is treating you shit? I don't understand. What, he don't pick up a phone call? Because what? Doesn't pick up a phone call. Um, He's, you know, he can't have a job, Kelly. Why, look at, why is my screen getting all weird can't have a job can't have any friends can't have any social media and if he does any of that stuff she freaks out meanwhile she's singing the dudes old strippers in canada that's what we're doing that's what we're doing yeah so- did you peep it did, did, i didn't mean to catch up linda but did you peep it where it was like hey uh everybody here <laughs> you know, I, 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 he was like hey everybody when uh when when Angela get up here, just she's gonna she's gonna do some extra stuff. Just don't pay her no attention. Yeah, I just said that. <laughs> that just shit ignore her. Just ignore her, right? Like, so just then, ignore her. Um, Bilal arrives back in the communal green room, and Ed shows his ignorance. So Ed is like, "Oh, come as a star. What do I say?" <laughs> No, no, uh, he didn't. Uh, uh. Yeah, no. he did. He said something <laughs> weird, like just something weird, like "How do I greet you?" Uh, Hello. I mean, <laughs> well, because it's religion. That's retarded. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So then Andre arrives in New York. Uh, we don't see Libby because Libby is one month away from uh, giving birth to their second child, so she's coming via satellite. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, so they're all back there. Yara comes in. Andre is being called out by Jovi again, right? Saying that, hey, listen, you call my wife a gold digger. He's like, well, you know, Eastern European women don't tolerate strippers and that whole situation. So they have that whole fight. And Yara's like, you know what? What I'm not about to do is let you continue the stereotype about Ukrainian women. So you and I are from the general same area for you to have the audacity to say that I'm a gold digger. Like F you is basically what she was saying. And he's like, well, I'm not. And then he started backtracking Kelly again, being confronted. He's not used to being confronted. So he started backtracking. He was like, well, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm just saying that with the 90 day fiance uh, visa, one in three couples is a scam. He said, I was like, I know Andre is not about to throw out the stats right here. Because, hey, if anyone's a gold digger, it's Andre. 
He came to America with no fucking skills, no (laughs) job, didn't work for two, two years, and then only got a job because his wife's family is in the real estate business, got his real estate license through his wife's family, got his house through his wife's dad, and you want to talk about being a gold digger? <laughs> and then try to take over the company too. <laughs> oh, that part. That part. If you guys, if you guys find Chuck in a in a grave somewhere, it's because Andre found his life insurance, was mm. able to put his name on that shit, and was like, "I'm the new boss now." What? I watch all the true crimes, and Andre has the. You know, you know that show, and I know. Um, one of my subscribers, Amanda, we watched the same same show, but uh, I can't think of the name of it. But the tagline what is, but there have been signs, right? So you don't know you're you're with some crazy ass person, but then the show shows you all the signs up until mm. your death. That part. I'm gonna tell you this right now: if Chuck goes missing, you don't need to look far. You just need to find the life insurance and see if Andre's name is on it. Andre. So then um, we talked about this already, but Ed says, you know, ignore Angela if she comes in because she just wants attention. She never arrives in the communal back room, Kelly, the green room. She never arrives. But then Sean comes on stage. Okay. Now, the tele hasn't started. You know how you guys just get seated mm-hmm. and they do the blocking and then they do the lighting? Yeah. That's all that's happened so far. Angela comes out. Y'all, Angela comes out. Oh, with slippers on. Okay. And she greets Ed and she greets Liz. She calls Ed a crazy MF. And she gets to Usman, who's on screen where you see here, and she flips the finger at Usman, she says, F you, bitch. And (laughs) he says, uh, what does he say? He calls her a stupid asshole and get off the stage, he says. And then she's like, like I told you, she's like a rabid dog. She's circling the stage. She says hi to Mike, Michael, who's on camera. And she's like, points over to Isma and says, look who's here, that lying son of a bitch. And Kim is like sitting there. She's like, leave me out of this. I have nothing to do with this. She's like trying to be all neutral, which I, I don't know. How how did you feel about that, Gio? I, did, I, I was like, you know what? At this time, Kimberly, just say something to Angela too. Go off. Yeah, go <laughs> off. Real. Go off. If you're Usman's big and, biggest fan, then you should And you love that. him. That part, you should have something to say. So then Usman's like, get out, get out. She tells him to shut up. Um, And then she's like, turns to the audience and says, this is not going to be good. And then Usman's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Do you think anyone is scared of you? Uh, And then she's like, to Usman, this is the part where you're seeing. She's like, you're all talk, no action. Uh, get your teeth fixed. And I was like, this woman had the audacity to talk about someone else's teeth? Her teeth is not... No. They're fixed now, but 
we spent five years with Snaggletooth Angela. Let's be real. Okay. Um, and then Usman goes off. He's like, let me tell you something. You're you're the worst. You're disgusting. And then she starts freaking out, saying you're using Kim. And Usman says, it's unfortunate that my brother from Nigeria hooked up with someone like you. You're scamming him, she says. Or excuse me, that he says. He says that Angela is scamming Michael. And, you know, you're holding him hostage. And then Angela decides that she's going to continue to walk around the stage like a wild beast. Everyone's telling well, her. Why do they allow that? Well, that's the thing. So everyone's telling her to chill out, to respect them. She's They've already waited for her, but she doesn't care. And then Yara is like, just sit down. You're disrespecting us. And then she tells Yara to shut up. And then she gets in Yara's face, you guys. And Kelly, she's pointing her at her like this. Nah, in Yara's nah. face, telling her to shut nah. up. We would have had a problem. Um, and then Yara's like, you know what? You're being so, quote, unrespectful. And <gasps> just sit down. And Angela's like, sit me down then. Sit me down. All in her face. And then Uthman yells, go get your seat, pig. You're rubbish. <laughs> yeah. And that's when she storms <laughs> out. So she storms out. She says, F y'all to the production, Kelly, and F them. Well, she, that's what she normally do. And then she's like, y'all are about to get your asses whipped. <laughs> and then Kim is like, you know, trying to explain what is happening because you guys, up until this point, and we've been talking for an hour and 42 minutes, the tell hasn't started. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. tell hasn't started. And oh, so, so why they have beef? Then somebody said like it was two years ago. I guess when he met Michael and she like when they hung out or something. Yeah. So and we're gonna get to that in one minute. So Kimberly's trying to explain what's happening. So Angela a couple of years ago called Usman a scammer, hmm. and then Michael and Usman met up in Nigeria and took some photos together, hung out, and Angela called them two birds of a feather flock together or whatever, right? And then she basically is saying Usman is a scammer, and so by default, Michael is also a scammer. And then Usman went online to say how Angela was like disgusting, she's a pig, and all the things, and that's how their fight started. So <clears throat> Usman goes on to say on the tell-all that that Angela is the worst thing that has ever happened to Nigeria. And when I tell you guys I fell out when she said that, I was like, <laughs> he said, this woman, not the worst thing that happened to Michael, but the worst thing that happened to all Nigeria. of Nigeria, right? Um, and then Michael, then all of a sudden he wants to jump in. He's like, wait, wait, Usman, wait, wait, wait. You know, and Usman jumps over and he's like, you know, it's a pity, I swear to God, a pity, bro. And Michael says, don't think I'm scared of Angela. We don't think you're scared of Angela. We just think you have no backbone. And you haven't all. had a backbone for the last five years. We don't think you're scared. We just think At you're all. a punk. There's a yep. difference. 
she can't be the only person that could get him to the United States. And I don't, I don't understand why. It's just that's why actually they really doing it. Like, does she do backflips, somersaults, something? Got the gulp <laughs> 3000. I mean, something. I'm trying to understand what, what, what. So what then, Michael, because what I forgot to tell you guys is that backstage when Angela called Michael, she warned him that whatever she does, he better back her up or that yeah. she's going to serve him with divorce papers. Right. And yeah. he, I told you his only mission is to come to America. So that's exactly what he does. He quote unquote backs her up. So he then goes on to say to Usman that, you know, you said a lot of things against my wife and you guys, if you can see my notes, you see, I highlighted one area because this to me was the line of the part one of the Tala when he said, and this is he meaning Isman said, brother, I want you to listen. I want you to help yourself get the hell away from this prison that you put yourself in. Mike mm. mm. shirt. Yeah. Mic drop. Let me tell you guys that again. Usman says, brother, I want you to listen. I want you to help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. Get the hell away from this prison that you put yourself in. That's it. That's all. That encompasses everything that we've been seeing with Kim, uh, not Kimberly, with Angela and Michael this past five years, you guys. Yeah. He did this <clears throat> to himself and he continues to do it to himself. And someone is calling him out on it. So guess what? Michael freaks out, says, don't tell me what to do, Usman. Usman's like, you know what? I just want you to look for someone who, A, understands you, and B, loves you for real. Then, and this is you guys, and you know, I feel bad for saying this, but I'm going to say this anyways. You know how some things are foretelling? And you guys, you know, on my show, I always say that I don't think Usman should step one foot in Hazelhurst, Atlanta, because it's the backwoods. And yeah. he would be the only Black person with Angela who already verbally and physically abuses him. So as soon as he gets out of line, guess what? He's going to be the first dead Black African in Hazelhurst. Yeah, I so, heard it's real, real country, and it's... Uh... So when Usman said, this woman will kill you at an early age, yeah. I was like, I hope that is not foretelling. Like, do you know how some things don't age well, you guys? Mm-hmm. I hope that that's not this, the case here, where in three years, we're talking about how something has happened because he came to Hazelhurst. Yeah. So then... <clears throat> Usman goes on to say, you know, I don't get your woman is like, you can't be on social media, but this is the same social media she's on. He's like, bro, bro, get out now. Get out while you can. And then Michael takes offense to it. And he's like, this guy, Usman, is a piece of shit. And then he's like, I don't feel like I want to talk anymore. And then I was like, that's when I said, what is it you guys that you called it again? Where... Stockholm syndrome. I was like, this fool has Stockholm syndrome. He has Stockholm syndrome because there's no other explanation for him to stand up for Angela. Am I so, wrong? No, you know, it's sad because at this point, 
I'm just about tired of Michael and his shit with all this with Angela acting like he gonna defend her and he ain't doing a damn thing but making himself look stupid over and over and over again and we can try to back him up. I'm just like, bro, you get yourself over here and mess with this woman if you want to and you gonna see how she gonna start treating your ass like you ain't nothing. You gonna be yeah, a house. Once you get over, it's gonna be worse. Yeah, he's gonna be a housemaid. That's all what he's gonna be is her housemaid, her little puppy, everything she won't done, he's gonna have to do it. This pit, he's gonna be cleaning up that dirty ass house, and it's still gonna be dirty after he get done cleaning it up. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just being real. Michael walks off stage and Angela has stormed out. Meanwhile, which I thought was such a weird power move. So Angela's friend, the Jen that we met. She doesn't even get to come in studio, Kelly. She's sitting on like a bench outside and Angela comes storming out and she's like, hey, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? And she talks crazy to this Jen person. She's like, leave me alone. She pulls out a cigarette. Oh, and I think I have it because I really (laughs) see it. Oh, out of the blue. There's a bench coincidentally at this location where she walks past. Yep. Oh, boy. And her friend's like, what happened? Right? Because so she's out. So she's still in the house slippers, Kelly. Still in the house slippers. Mm. And her friend's like, what happened? And she starts freaking out. And her friend's like, breathe, breathe, breathe. So what is instead of she breathing, she pulls out a oh, this is not it. She pulls out a cigarette from her boob. Let me just find it for you guys. Hold on real quick. She pulls out a cigarette from her boob, tells her friend, um, God damn it, leave me alone. <laughs> Give me a goddamn minute. Go get in the car, Jen. That's how she talks crazy to her new friend that we're just meeting for the first time, which you guys shows you how she really is a terrible individual. I mean, her other friend try to warn us and tell us that part. So but wasn't then, she drunk though? I could have sworn she was drunk this whole entire time. She's just a very abusive person. So Kim is back in studio. So they're in studio again. The tell hasn't started. And Kim says, this is BS. You know, Angela didn't come in ladylike. Um, You know, we're all sitting here pretty. This shouldn't have happened. She came in rough. She's disrespectful. Um, You know, I don't even know what she thought she was going to be doing through the screen, but it's shameful. It's disgusting. And everyone agreed with her. Everyone. Uh, Rebecca says, was the friend just going to wait outside the hotel? She is. Because we know, seeing the preview for part two, that Angela comes back. So yeah, her friend is going to be sitting outside and Angela doesn't give a rat's ass. So I I want to show you something. So there's all this chaos. And just as a journalist, this is what makes me laugh because I do it too. So you're trying to figure out like what's going on, all the things. But then as soon as it's like action, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé the tell-all where the couples tell all i'm sean robinson that's exactly what she did like you know action you just Mm -hmm. automatically turn it on and i started laughing because you guys don't know how many times i've done that in my life where like lights are all weird people are acting all crazy they're asking you questions they're talking in your ear but as soon as they say action you're on which is what um 
Sean did. And then, oh my God, I have so many. So I'm going to go through these couples real quick and you guys can tell me what you think. So first, Jenny and Summit, are they going to make it or they're not going to make it? They're going to make it. I mean, yeah. Okay, so Jenny's in New York. Samit is is still in India. Jenny is like, this is the first time I've been away from him for so long. She misses him. She starts crying. He's like, I love you, baby. Jenny's like, it's so hard to be away with, from him. And Yara's like, listen, just like grow some balls and, and spend some time away. It's okay to be away. And then you come back and you guys love each other. Jovi and Yara were next. She's back in New York City for the day, she says. But she doesn't know whether she's going to end up in New Orleans. Uh, Jovi says that they're looking at moving to Florida. And she's like, we don't know where we're looking. Do you think Jovi and Yara are going to make it? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Where's she going to go? Bilal and Shida. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there, you guys. I think that Shida's pregnant. I think she's pregnant. I think they're going to tell us on this tell -all. I hope she is. I'm I'm just throwing it out I'm there. I'm hoping so too, so she can shut the hell up about this baby situation. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but like, please love oh. me. So they talk about how in the last six to nine months they've been having sex with no protection. <laughs> which, you know, it's a weird thing to say because you two are married. That's what I say. You're married. Go roll, dog. Yeah, it's totally weird. <laughs> uh, and then we get into Ed and Liz. Uh, Sean asks, "Are they still together?" They say, yes, they're engaged, but they're not living together. Um, and Jovi's like, you're engaged, but you two stayed in two different hotel rooms. Like, how does that work? Like, I don't get all the rules because they have some rules where they don't see each other every day. They see each other every other day. But apparently it's working for them. So do you guys think that Ed and Liz are going to make it? Well, that They'll be back on another show. Oh, was that a serious question, Lynn? <laughs> like, you you see what we just seen tonight. <laughs> like, Fair. No. <laughs> Next up, Libby and Andre, she's very pregnant. She's on screen. Um, she's over it. And she feels like the pregnancy has been harder this time. She's exhausted because she has a toddler, all this stuff. Andre bigs himself up and says that he's been very helpful. And then that's why I wanted to show you guys this. Then there was just silence. And you guys look at the body language. This is why I know like there's something going on behind closed scenes that we just don't yep. know about. Look at the because body she's language. Not, she's not with him. He can't control her. Yep. They're not in the same room. But also look at her, look at her body language. Like she looks like she's scared to say what she really wants to say. Yep. She was looking with her head down and look at Andre looking. As soon as they looked up, Andre, he looking at her like you. You better say the proper thing. That's how you know she's scared. They thousand yep. miles away from each other, and he yep. still got control of her like that. Mm -hmm. Like that that's part. Sad. That part. Um, and then Kiz and Kim and Usman, we find out. You know, they ended. Uh, Sean thinks it's on a sad note. I don't think it's a sad note because they were never really together. Um, so she asks, "Are they still a couple?" Kimberly answers, "No, it's done and over." but we're still friends. We're cool. Um, and then she throws in like, we can be friends with benefits. What I thought was stupid because y'all weren't even having sex oh. when you were together. I was going to start. Oh, that's crazy. But how did you know they, were, they, they weren't a real couple? At all. At all. But she goes on to say that she wants to see him one last time. And if she does, it will make her happy. Um, And then 
the first part that we get to see is Ed and Liz. Okay, so this is actually the real start of the tell-all. So we see Ed and Liz. And... It didn't start before? Hmm? It didn't start before? It no. didn't. This is where we're... So we're just, we just did all the background stuff. Then Sean did her intro of every couple. And now you know how, like you were there, Kelly. You know how they go to each couple and break down your yeah. story? That's where we are. That's the beginning. Mm. The first couple they got to was Ed. And or Ed and Liz, and Sean's question is, will they or won't they make it? And he's like, I'm gonna apologize to the world because we don't have our shit together. But we broke up. I broke up with her because I was feeling smothered. So I asked her to leave, and she's like, Oh no, he kicked me out. So she had nowhere to go. She was couch surfing and all the rest of the cast was like, you know what? That's pretty shitty of you. Like you're a piece of shit for doing that. Jovi Why don't says. she just have her own apartment? What, what does she do? I don't understand. Which is weird because she's a mom, right? So yeah. she's someone's mother. And so did you, before you met Ed, did you have your own apartment? Exactly. I like I think she did have her own spot. I and then that... she moved. So she gave up her spot. To move in with Ed. Even though she's a mom? Yeah, that's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make any sense. Well, that's what she told us. She had her own place. I could have sworn she said that, but I don't know. So then she's like, I had to couch surf until she found a place and... Um, Ed's like, yeah, you know, I we were fighting every day. I was begging her to leave. She wouldn't leave. And finally, I had enough. So he literally had his friend help pack her shit. Which and she friend? had to be out in five days. They didn't say which friend. Mm. Um, And so the whole cast gets on him like, that's not normal. How dare you do that to your future future wife? And Shida says, you know, we don't all run from a problem like that. We deal with it. And I was like, that's exactly it. Ed thinks that anytime there's a fight happening, he breaks up. you have to break up. Exactly. Yeah. I hate yeah. that shit. Yeah. So then Ed says, this is the part that I don't get and I want your input, you guys. So Ed says that he's happy that they have their own spaces now. So when they fight, he doesn't have to deal with it. She's in her own apartment. He's in his own apartment. So explain to me how then you guys are going to get married and find a place together. What does Ed say? Ed says that if they do that and when they do that, they're going to have two separate bedrooms if they live together again. What are your thoughts? Um, oh, Kelly, go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead to you, brother. <laughs> I was waiting for you, man. I was going to let oh, you do your thing. All right, but uh, I'll say this. That's not going to work because... When you are with somebody, if you suppose we want to get married, you are not supposed to run away from the argument. It's like you, even if you fight somebody, like have an argument between you and your spouse, you're not supposed to go to sleep without solving that problem. You got to talk through that problem, you know, like instead of going to a whole nother house, living in a whole nother hotel or whatever that it's not going to work. It's not. It's not. And Ed is making it even worse. He's just being a dumbass jackass. That's all what it is. He's just being narcissistic. I don't like him at all from that one. Like, that was stupid for him. This, oh, we're arguing? Let's go ahead and get our own place in. We can come back together and just have sex and make up and then argue again. It's not going to work. 
Kelly. I agree with him. Ed is really full of himself. He's he's very very full of himself. When I when I met him at the tell all, he was handing out his stickers and bobbleheads. That and, that part. Yeah, I so that a lot I, on the show as well. Yeah, <laughs> I took two part. of them. I was laughing, and I agree everything what he what he said. It's just he needs to be a little bit more mature. He's yeah. too old to be acting like that. Way too old. But then again, you guys, don't forget that he hasn't had very many relationships, so he doesn't know how to act in a relationship. He's I don't believe a, that. That's an excuse. You, I don't believe it. I, don't I believe think it's that. an excuse, though, honestly. Yeah. I think that's He's too grown. He's too grown to be acting like that. That's a, that's a major excuse. His daughter's really nice. She is really nice down to earth when I was speaking to her, and he was just chopping it up, and you wouldn't think, you know, she came from him. She's <laughs> 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 really nice, nice girl. So we get back to stage, we get back on stage, and Liz is talking about how she's on her last straw. If it doesn't work out, then she doesn't want to be with him, but also realizes that they have a lot of problems. And part of the problem is their his friend Rich, right? Who's he's been friends with for like fifteen years or whatever, but they haven't been talking because Ed got back with Liz, and Rich was like, "Listen, if you stay with her, you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life." Mm. And allegedly, Ed says that his mom said the same thing, right? So Rich mm. comes out. Rich is just like, "Yeah, that's how I feel because." You know, we're friends and then we're on again, we're off again. And Liz is like, that's kind of like our relationship. Like, Ed is the problem. If you look at what the common denominator, Ed is the problem, right? So then he's like, I don't know what's going to happen with them. No, I don't think that they should get married. They have a lot of problems. And guess what? Just like that, boom, they start fighting, you guys. Liz and Ed start fighting. Um, Ed tells Liz that she's always been in a toxic, sick relationship. And I was like, who are you? Do you know what a sick, toxic relationship looks like? It looks like what we're seeing right here. So then this is the part that just got to me. So then Sean says to Liz, have you, do you know if Ed has been seeing anyone since he moved, since you moved out? And she's like, I don't think so, but I know he's on a dating app. He's on this Asian dating website. Oh boy, he's back at it again. Yeah. And she's like, one after one hour after I left the house, I saw that he was on the web the website. And then the next day she checked and he had been on three hours prior to her checking. And then Andre says, Game over. Ed will be single for his entire life, right? <laughs> And then Usman says, yeah, you don't love her. Like, you clearly are doing your own thing. Then Sean, you guys, asks Ed directly, looks at him dead in his eyes and says, Ed, have you spoken to your ex-fiance, Rose? What do you think he answered? Yes. He said no. He said no. So Sean gave him another opportunity and asked him, so you haven't corresponded through text? He says. No. No. <laughs> and then she says, okay, have you uh, corresponded through DMs? He says 
he doesn't remember. <laughs> and he doesn't. And then she asks him, have you had a conversation with him, her recently? And he says, he doesn't remember. I don't remember. I don't know, he says. Guess what? Rose comes on the screen. Oh. Yep. Greets oh. Liz. Liz is like, oh, you're so beautiful. And they do that back and forth thing. Then Ed says hi to Rose. But you can see his little beady eyes, like all and his fucking no neck. Like he was just like, oh, I'm <gasps> about to get caught here. <laughs> Sean's like, Liz, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Do you have any questions for Rose? Yes, I do. First question, has Ed messaged or spoke to you in the last couple of months? Answer? We went to a commercial, it came back and the answer was yes. Yes. <laughs> well, he lied. Lied. And how many times, Kelly, did Sean ask the same question? Yeah. Five times. And what was his what was his um answer to that? No, because then it was over. Done. Yeah. Done. We had to wait for part two. Damn. That boy Ed be out here lying. Lying. <laughs> this little hobbit lying. Like he's lying. Yeah, you're right, Vanessa. When Sean asks about someone, you know they're about to pop up. Yep. That part. Yeah. That part. So, you guys, that was part one of, of the tell-all. I was here for it. Listen, the, this couple, these couples are going to bring all the drama. Because you know what? They keep bringing in all the extra people. And I don't know if that that wasn't really your experience, Kelly, because they're, they're kind of trying to do a different format. Yeah, I'm, I'm really jealous. I wish they'd have that clause. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna stick me in a room like I'm a prisoner all day. <laughs> it was bad, man. You guys, thank you so much for being here, Kelly. I know it's late for you. No, Gio, thank you, thank well. you for having me. It was you so know. much fun. Yo, nice meeting fun. you, brother, man. Nice meeting you too, brother. Kelly. Where can they find you on social media, though? Don't forget. Oh yeah, my other Instagram got hacked, so I got a new one. Hold on. It's simple. It's going to be Kelly KB 2022. That's my IG, my new IG. So Kelly KB 2022. Find him on yes. Instagram. You guys go ahead and follow him. Vanessa says you need to bring Kelly and Gio on for all four parts. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I will I will talk to them offline. If they're for it, then we can do it. Maybe we can do it a little bit earlier. Um yeah, you guys, it was great. Uh, Gio, we already know to, where to find you because oh, yeah, you're a yeah. regular here. So, y'all, don't forget to like and subscribe, and we will see you very soon. Bye, Bye everybody, and happy New Year's! Happy New Year's! Happy New Year's.